Hey, what's up? It's Alex Morgan. And for me, the start of the new year is all about commitments, setting your intentions, restarting your routine, and committing to you from day one. Until March 31st, buy any Body Armor products at your local Walmart. And Body Armor will give you 50% cash back via a Walmart e-gift card put towards your fitness journey. Visit www.bacommittofit.com backslash WM for rules. Body Armor Light, the low-calorie, zero-sugar-added sports drink. Special guest co-host. He keeps popping in and out. 
Um, it's a technical thing, and I have no way I, – I can't help what the pond does in between our two countries, but he'll pop back in soon. Now, you just heard Fireman. It's the latest single by U.K. rapper and hip-hop artist Jake Aldridge, and it also features Lisa Ambrose. I encourage you to go to their website. I go to jakealdridge.com and also watch the video. Very well done video. And, Jake, welcome to America. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing really good. Thank you. How are you? Oh, doing good. It's good to have you on the show. Now, you are from East Anglia. I can hear from your accent that it sounds very similar to Glenn's. It's it's interesting, these right. accents, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, just, you know, slightly, you you know, it, <laughs> you got you got that little bit in there. But you know what? It's a real pleasure having you on the show, and I've been enjoying your music. Um, it seems very, we can understand what you're saying, which is great, because sometimes when it gets to rap and hip-hop, I'm like, what, what? You know, but I can understand everything, and I think um, both songs we're going to play, Illogical as well, um, very strong feelings, very strong words, and um, tell us a little bit about firemen. I, as you know, we love firemen, but um, this is a little more important than our love for firemen. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, fireman was produced by a guy called 92, who's actually a um, producer from Bristol. His real name is Sam Hadfield. Um, he sent me the instrumental for the track. Someone I've worked with for many years, he sent me the instrumental for the track. And uh, I actually put it in my car, and uh, which is something that I'm doing now, just so the instrumentals playing in my car as I'm driving around. I tend to find that that seems to be working at the moment, so I'm sort of throwing up the lyrics as I'm, as I'm sort of driving. I even had to pull over this week uh, on the dual carriageway so I could write some lyrics down. But um, no, um, I wrote the chorus. I wrote the chorus for it whilst I was in the car. And um, do you know what? I was really, really pleased with the way it came out, and I kind of knew before I released it or before it went online that. It was one of my better songs purely because I usually play my songs to you know, my close friends and stuff like that. And after years of doing that, you kind of get a feel for their response and their reaction. So that got me really, really excited about the song. Mm. And I think it, it's when you have a personal connection, too, it always kind of touches, you know, and, and makes it go forward. Let's, let's talk a little bit about even how you got into music, um, because that's also a very personal story too about you actually putting pen to paper and then eventually getting into the actual music part of putting the beats and the and the lyrics about the putting the melody to your lyrics yeah that's right yeah well I mean my father passed away when I was 11 and um, I think the years after that I was kind of always looking for a way to express myself and to get my feelings out there and um, I think that that's what writing really did for me I know you touched on this earlier and I think that's exactly what what it did for me you know it was, it was a way for me to express myself in a positive way and I really enjoyed the feeling of being creative you know um, I, I began rhyming all of these words and it seemed like I was always into hip-hop and rap music so it seemed like quite a natural thing for me to do to kind of perform them in this way you know and um, so mm-hmm. I, I kept these these um, these poems they were, they were really poems at the time I kept them to myself until um, one night after a few too many drinks I performed them for a, a couple of very very close friends and, and they were kind of um, blown away really by the the lyrical content and, and the shock of hearing their sort of close friend do this, you know. And I think that's really important to talk about the lyrical content and well, number one, your melodies are very, very strong in what you're doing. Um, but I want to touch on the lyrics because there's this talk of really like poetry is gone, you know. And and I want to say no, it just isn't a different format, you know. You can't make a living as a poet. No, I I I think I don't know if you've been to any poetry slams, but I. I feel like poetry slams and hip-hop and rap are all connected in a way. 
I completely agree, yeah. And I think that there's 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 two ways the I think people might believe that it's gone because a lot of commercial music these days they're not so focused on the lyrics, you know what I mean? They get a great beat behind it and they kind of rhyme a few words together and, and, and slam them in. And, and and that is something that I could do if I wanted to, you know, I could write a verse, you know, in, 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 in ten minutes if I wanted to with, with in terms of rhyming different words. But the difference is that I believe anyone can rhyme two words together, but it's kind of like the words you put in between those rhymes is what makes it. Do you know what I mean? And the longer you spend on it, I believe, the more, the more real, the more potent it is. You know. Mhm. Yeah. I think it's oh. very hard to say something important in very few words to create the impact that you're after, and and then also say, oh, it must rhyme. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it's really yeah. hard. The fewer words you use, the harder it becomes to write. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of something that... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, it's, it's, it's something that I've kind of... It, it, it comes naturally to me now, and, and I'm very lucky because I'm not, I've never been that musically talented, do you know what I mean? Like, um, music's not really in my blood or in my family or anything, so I've been lucky to work with fantastic producers who, who write the music for me, and, and, and that's just what I've done over the years, is, is write the song, and that's kind of what I do. I always find the process daunting, when there's nothing, when, when when looking at a blank page, but it always seems the words just seem to come to me. So I'm I'm very fortunate in that way. I love that, you know, because I think it's it's well, it's channeling, right? And I think there's always got to be someone who starts it off in a family, you know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Always start something in a family. Yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> one second. You know, we've had some interesting things going on between us and going across the pond to England and and technical stuff. So. Um, I just wanted to see, Glenn, is that you? Yeah, I'm back online again. Hi, Jake. Okay, you're here. Okay, Hi, he's here. Glenn, uh, meet Jake, and uh, Jake's from Norfolk, and he's in Suffolk, and uh, he was, he's just amazing music, and I know you've, you've looked him up too. And uh, um, So yeah. there yeah. you go, two Norfolk boys on one show. Now everyone can compare the accents. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's, he sounds if he's a bit more Essex than I am, so I'm... Uh, I'm a bit, uh, I'm a bit sort of basic Norfolk up here. I'm afraid. Oh, he's a little <laughs> bit country, and he's a little bit rock and roll. Wow. Okay. Well, well now, exactly. Jake, how mm-hmm. how far are you in Suffolk from Norfolk? I'm I'm very close. I mean, I'm Carlton Colville, which is quite close to Lowestoft, so I'm, I'm sure that Glen will know where that is. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. Just just over the so border. So we're not we're not far apart. That's right. No, no, I'm I'm in Deerham. You see, right in the middle. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. Okay, that's cool. cool. So, Jake, now do you go and perform out in Norfolk, or I should say in Suffolk? Do you go and perform? I have done, yeah. Unfortunately, the scene is not—it's not fantastic in terms of the genre that I'm in, and I think that mm-hmm. because my music is kind of between genres, it is hard for me to find that niche. Do you know what I mean? But. I have spent many years, you know, mastering things online and, and having an online presence doing the whole social media thing and networking really is, is how I've kind of come as, as far as I have, you know. And with all due respect, you know, a lot, a lot of the musicians that I work with, local musicians, you know, they may be able to, you know, they, they may spend their night at a gig and, and, and have some people there. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing like that, that live experience, and that live interaction with your fans. But sometimes it can be very limited and it can also be a case, as you know, where you'll go and do a gig and people aren't really there to necessarily see you. They're there to have a good time and, and have a drink and, and you're kind of in the background. You know what I mean? 
And I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes with what I'm doing in terms of music videos, you know, these radio interviews and stuff, it's a, it's a whole lot more personal. And that's kind of something that I've kind of, a direction that I've, I've, I've chosen to go in over the years, really. That's actually, yeah, I mean, you know, if it's you... Go ahead, Glenn. Sorry, I was just saying, if you, if you think back to our conversation about artists in general, um, if you're doing something that you're passionate about, like music or drawing or, or painting or something, then actually it doesn't matter about the number of people who see your work or who hear your work. Mm-hmm. It's the quality of the reaction to the work. So it's, it's more right. about the actual, the actual interaction between your, your, your fans or your, your viewers or your listeners than actually the, the number, because it, it's more about quality, isn't it? And it's more about getting a message over. So if you can actually mm-hmm. affect a dozen people, it's actually a lot stronger than not affecting 10,000 people. So, you know, it's, it, it's, it is a big thing, and it does, it does differ for the different types of music or different art that you're doing. You know, I mean, I, I only do small tours for people, so I only have sort of like two or four people at a time, whereas someone who does coach tours would think, well, you know, 50 is the num- number of people that you're going to have on a coach tour. For me, that is no good mm. because I can't personally mm. interact with 50 people. So I think that mm. it is it is exactly what you've just said. It's all about what you're doing it for and who you're doing it for. So I think, you know, mm. that, that, that just proves that it depends what your audience is. I completely agree, yeah, and, and and what you were saying earlier about different experiences in terms of, you know, um, doing things online and, and actually going there and doing it yourself earlier, completely agreed 100%. In terms of what I'm doing, I always, I've always thought of it like, you know, in, in today's world within the music industry, there's no longer this, a, a record label will hear you and kind of hear your potential and nurture you and, and take you on, you know, because ultimately what I want to do is have my music heard by as many people as possible, you know, I want to get my message mm-hmm. out to as many people as possible. And I honestly believe that the way for me to do that is to get the the views online and to get the and, and to get things moving that way. You know that 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 is kind of in, in my opinion the way that it, it it will be done if if it's going to be done. You know. Well, you've done, it you've, will be you've done. really created a good following on social media. I've seen that, and I think you know just as someone who books interviews, you do look at that. You do like, hey, how's this going? You know, everybody's got a different thing. But Absolutely. I also, you know, I don't care if someone has. 200,000 or a million views, if I think it's crap, then it's crap, you know, like, I mean, I look at it, no, but I mean, I'm serious, because if you, if there's, 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 there's stuff that maybe you're not into, you know, and we, we go through this all the time, there's things we like, things that just isn't, that's not our cup of tea, and you have to understand that as someone who's booking or doing anything in the arts, whether you're booking a, a show, a live show, or a festival, or whatever, um, you have to understand whether it's your cup of tea or not. You can't just go by those numbers, but it's an important thing. You know, it makes people look. And I think we're in that age now where people look, okay, um, but we have this amazing thing like the World Wide Web. I mean, yeah. 10 years ago, you know, 
we weren't going to be able to do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? This wasn't going to happen. Where we- As a charge nurse, you can be a confident and dynamic leader who supports the nursing team and guides their patient care. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program equips you with strategies that prepare you to manage the ever-changing realities of healthcare while maintaining focus on family support and patient outcomes. What do you think making a difference in healthcare looks like? GCU offers over 250 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Even though, you know, Glenn's popping up and down and getting on the show and and getting booted off, he's back. (laughs) He's here, and we can still make it happen. And I think that is something very exciting for artists where you can get your voice to be heard because someone at home can sit and say, I want to listen, I want to watch that video and see what he's saying, and I want to do it where I can hear it. Um, And, you know, there's so many musicians that end up being in a bar that get disheartened from their craft by being in a band or something in a bar, and they are singing over the local sports being played on the television. They're having to play over people that are doing shots and getting hammered. No offense, there's nothing wrong with that or any of it, but you get disheartened by your craft if you're putting yourself in places where it doesn't work. And I think that's something yeah. important with what you're doing is you are able to go out there and work really hard because what you've done, you have to work really hard to do, and you'll be able to connect with the people who want to connect with it. So I think it, you've done an amazing job with that. And you're in your music rock. Thank you. And you have the whole world. Yeah. I know when our magazine was in print, we were doing 70,000 copies, and we worked years to get to that level. And then we had to physically take the magazines and put them places and get rid of the 70,000 copies. And then when online became a possibility, we jumped to over a million people, and it didn't take that long. you know. And so we went, well, 70,000 copies plus the big printing bill versus the Internet. Yeah. And it was, you know, you didn't have to think twice about moving on. However... Online, there's also a lot more competition that's mm-hmm. visible to you, which is also really good. It sounds bad, but it's actually really good because competition always makes you better. Yeah, how do you feel you stand out compared to, you know, other musicians doing? I, I, I have to be honest, I've never heard someone sing and write and perform what you've done. I've never heard anybody sound like you at all. So I have to just write off. I, I mean, I'm not a a major hip-hop rap junkie, but I know hip-hop and rap, and you don't sound like anyone else that I've heard. And, and I mean that in a very, very positive way. So, I mean, do you feel like you have a bunch of competition with what Nancy's saying? I do, yeah. I think that when you think of um, the urban scene in the UK, it's certainly controlled and ruled by London, the, the London scene, really, you know. And to hear mm. a hip-hop artist that's not from London but is from the UK is something that's very, very different. And I think that I love that. You know, that, that's, that's everything that mm. I'm about. I love the, the, the feeling of being different. But um, the, only, the only downside to that is that it does make it quite hard to market yourself, to know your crowd mm-hmm. and to know which way to go. I almost feel like, and, and, and people may feel like I'm making excuses when I say this, but I almost feel like with my music, it's almost too, too pop for hip-hop and two hip-hop for pop. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And that's that's, yeah. that's that's something that I feel like has, has possibly hindered me. But, of course, I wouldn't change it because it, it makes it no, makes it what it is, you know? And, and it's still, no. it's, it, to me, it's, 
it, it's special because it is it, it's different. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like if it's going to go, if something's going to go, it will be because it's as different as my mu- music is. You know? Exactly. You you really just Power to you, you you really just need to come up with your own name. In other words, you have to brand it not as hip hop or as pop. Yeah. You need, you you need, need a new genre. And, yeah. and power be to the person who thinks of it first. I'm yeah. just telling you You've got to have your own genre. Take, make your own genre. Yeah, you're at that point where you could do it. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, every success, yeah. every success I've had thus far is, is from thinking outside the box, you know. That, that, as you said yeah. earlier, with mm-hmm. the Internet, yes, it makes it easier because you've got the potential to reach these people. But the trouble with that is everybody's got the attentive potential to reach those people now. Exactly. So it does mean that yeah. you... you You've got to think outside the box, and as you said, competition is good because it makes it, it forces you to do that, and that mm-hmm. that's what will ultimately get me heard. Is is me continuing to do that and continuing to continuing to be different and continuing to do things that other people don't do. You know, I mean, I'm only I'm I'm still an unsigned artist. Yeah, I'm I've, I've had music videos filmed abroad. You know, that that's something mm-hmm. that unsigned artists generally won't be able to do, or for whatever reason they won't do. Do you know what I mean? So I'm trying to do all mm-hmm. these things that aren't really something that unsigned artists do. But, you know, um, I feel like I'm happy Good. with the way things have developed. And I also feel like this, the, ultimately the music is, is getting stronger and stronger, I believe, because I think Fireman is, is my best, is the best song I've ever done in, in 12 years of me writing. So um, I'm, oh. I'm very, very happy at the moment. Well, it's, it's good. Because you should be, and, it, and I think it's great that you go and you stick to who you are because that's true art. The minute you start not being pure to your art form, you've sold out, and that would suck. You know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. And then it just becomes another one of the mill, and, and uh, you have something. That's why when I first heard it, I was like, oh, man, I want to book him. He's it, like, this is great. It's time for a new genre. Yeah, you know, and, Glenn, I, I know that you're the same way on this, too. You've got to stick with, stick with your power, right? Well, I, I personally I totally agree with what Jake's doing because he's doing what he's passionate about. And if you do mm-hmm. anything that you're passionate about, then you're going to do it well because it's your passion. And that will come over in, in what you do. And, that, you know, that, that has to be the best way. And mm-hmm. the, the thing about um, different types of music and... I mean, not being funny, but, you know, when, when Chuck Berry started doing what he was doing, mm. I don't suppose mm-hmm. anybody thought that he was doing anything that was going to catch on or or was mm-hmm. going to be right. what it should be, you know. And and when Elvis, he was sort of, he started out in gospel and then he sort of changed it a little bit. So he was a bit gospel and a bit rock and roll. And, mm-hmm. you know, so, I mean, it does, it does evolve and it just takes the... I don't know. The, it, it's that just a moment in history, isn't it? It's it's just one of them things. It's, it's either going to happen or it isn't going to happen. But as long mm-hmm. as you're having fun doing it, then keep doing it. Really, I mean, yeah, that, that is the secret. The secret to a happy life is to do what you like doing, and you're going right. to be happy. And Jake, you you like to have fry ups at night. You have you have what? A British breakfast, a big British uh, fry-up. I was looking at that food on Facebook the other day going, well, you know, we're over here. You could send some. With wine? You're having breakfast with wine or wine at breakfast? Which one was it? <laughs> You're having fun. No, 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 no. I was, having, I was having breakfast in the evening with the wine. It wasn't quite that bad. But that's the trouble with social media these days, I suppose, that, you know, you kind of, uh, I didn't even know that you knew that, do you know what I mean? <laughs> you should be careful what you're sharing. 
I think you know what, though, it, that your that, genre that, 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 could be called that's... the Jake. Yeah, the Jake. Yeah. Yeah. It's Jake music. Yeah. That's the it's, genre. It's Jake. It's Jake. Oh, now we have Think to have about a, it. it. Now, if you're going to have the Jake, we have to have a dance that goes yeah. with the Jake. Like the bird. <laughs> yeah, you're into the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. No, but you could just call it Jake. It's this the is Jake. the genre. Mm-hmm. That's your new genre, because I said so. I like that. <laughs> so, Jake, what are you toasting to today? What are you happy about? Fry-ups and music? You know what I'd like to <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'd like to toast to? Um, in terms of farming, you know, and the release and everything, it's all gone very, very mm. well. It's gone down very well with sort of radio people, with, with blogs and, and with the fans themselves, of course. But um, it's like being the main artist on the track, you kind of, I feel like I kind of get a lot of the credit, whereas, you know, you've got to bear in mind that there was a producer that did that entire musical track before I even wrote the song. So without that, there would be, the, the song wouldn't exist. And of course, with Lisa Ambrose, who's also from, um, she's from Norfolk mm, herself, and um, she's she's featured on the track. As you know, phenomenal vocalist. And I'd just like to toast mm. to '92 and, and to Lisa Ambrose for for the role that they've played, not only in that track but in my career as well. Mm, I'd Excellent. toast to that too. Good stuff, Jake. You rock, and we're gonna play a logical. And that we, I'd like to keep talking to you more, but, you know, we, we have other radio shows, too, so you can always come back on. But I want to make sure people get to hear more of your music, too. Illogical. I, I thought you wrote that for me. <laughs> but tell us, tell us about that track. I want to kind of do a track that, um, well, well, first and foremost, the, the producer, again, was the same guy, 92. He sent the track. And, and a lot of my tracks are... Uh, between the hip-hop and R&B, and it's got that kind of smooth feel to it, whereas I kind of wanted to do, it's all about, you know, doing something different and surprising people, you know, and I kind of, he, he does a lot of house music himself, the producer, and I was listening to a lot of his house tracks, and I was kind of saying, do you know what, I can I can rap to some of those tracks, but don't feel like, because it's at that certain speed, you can't send that to me, do you know what I mean? So I kind of forced him to send it, basically. But um, no, I, he sent over the instrumental, and he said to me, you're going to love this, or you're going to hate it, and, and I said, no, no, I love it, I love it, and I, and I started writing to it, and I'm really happy with the way it came out. It features Helena, who's a, a, a vocal coach from Suffolk, and uh, it was great to get her involved as well. Awesome. Awesome. I love that you have this collaboration with people. I think we need a village for all of, you know, we each have to build that. That's the importance of community. And, uh, you know, we have communities in our physical community, and then there's a f- community in, in our careers and communities in everything we do. We have and a I physical love, community? I love that, every, you know, uh-huh. yes. Uh, but when when you think about you working with all these different people, that's part of your community. I think that's part of your strength too. Because as soon as you block that out, then you're you're on your own. <laughs> I absolutely I absolutely agree with you. I totally agree with you yeah. because um you know, I think that's what makes me different as well from a lot of unsigned artists because I've got I've got everybody within their professional within their um professional role do it do doing their, their own bits. For example I've got you know, I don't just do the graphics myself. I have a graphics designer come in and do the graphics. I have an engineer do the engineer work. I have a mastering guy do the mastering guy. The producer do the producing. Do you know what I mean? The singer doing the singer. And the, the list is, is endless, you know? Mm. Right. Uh, everyone's that's what, that's what, buying, uh, he's buying local as well, you see? Yeah, there you go. That's right. Glenn is by Nor by local Norfolk, and he means it for everywhere in, in the world. Everyone buy locally instead of... You know, work locally, you know. That's that's a good concept. Mm-hmm. It's about building that village. That's and right. And keeping it strong and out of the... And protecting of, it. And protecting it from the powers of the big the big 
orange robot can in the sky. <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone. Here's Illogical. Thank you for joining us, Jake. Everyone, jakealdridge.com. He's on Facebook, Twitter, all those great places. But go right to his website. You can click through and watch the videos. Um, good stuff out there. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Happy a big thanks, thanks to Jake. Steve as well for hooking me up with you guys. Oh, yes. Steve Schleichert, man. He's the dude. He's the yeah, dude. He's the connector. Yeah, he is. He's the ultimate connector. The connector. He is. He's the connector. <laughs> All right. Here it is, everybody. Illogical from Jake Aldridge. Now you're looking at me 